Hello, this is Justin Vaughn with Miramed Global Services, bringing you another article for the healthcare industry. Today's subject is on shifting sand, the changing landscape of American healthcare. Let's begin. The sands of the Sahara are constantly moving. Visitors can view the sea of dry dunes rolling and morphing over short periods of time. The wind is the primary catalyst in this process, taking advantage of the relative weightlessness of the individual grains of sand. The winds of change are causing a shift in American health care these days as well. While there were already movers and drivers toward a change in healthcare delivery, there's nothing like a once-in-a-century health crisis to create the conditions for accelerated change. Over the last couple of decades, we've seen the introduction of the pay-for-performance doctrine and its real-world implementation via the various Medicare incentive programs and alternative payment models. We've seen the effects of the Affordable Care Act, and in the last couple of years, we saw the first big moves toward telehealth. So we have witnessed significant shifts in policy and practice over the last several years, but with the advent of the nationwide COVID crisis, change is now coming at a more rapid rate. This section is entitled Healthcare Employment. One source is reporting a mixed bag as it concerns the fast moving shifts in employment numbers within the healthcare sector. While some entities are quickly adding staff, others are still seeing a suppressed workforce, including hospitals. Healthcare Dive has provided the following takeaways on the current employment situation. Number one, Healthcare employment increased by 312,000 in May, led by gains in dentist offices with a 245,000 member jump. Offices of other healthcare practitioners added 73,000 jobs, and physician offices added 51,000, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, or BLS, jobs report published this past Friday. Hospitals were left out of these gains, losing 27,000 jobs last month. This is the second point, by the way. Hospitals losing jobs. Nursing and residential care facilities also saw a continued downswing with 37,000 jobs lost. Number three, the employment rate overall dropped from a record 14.7% in April to 13.3% in May. Improvements reflecting limited resumption of economic activity that had been curtailed in March and April due to the coronavirus pandemic and efforts to contain it. To put all this in perspective, healthcare lost 43,000 jobs in March and a whopping 1.4 million jobs in April. So, given the recent numbers we just looked at, there has been a positive shift based on the main numbers provided in the BLS, 
Nevertheless, the industry still faces losses, according to Rebecca Pfeiffer, reporting for Healthcare Dive, who noted that, quote, hospitals lost 27,000 jobs in May after losing nearly 135,000 in April, end quote. So, just as quickly as the sands of unemployment formed a massive dune on the healthcare landscape in America, that dune is quickly being reshaped, signaling a partial return to employment, at least for some. Not so much for hospitals. This next section is entitled, Telehealth Boom. While telehealth had been receiving a gentle nudge from certain sectors over the last few years, the pandemic caused telehealth to be practically shoved onto the American caregiver and patient. A Gallup poll revealed that the use of telehealth went from 12% to 27% from mid-March to mid-May. This more than doubling of the utilization of this kind of care suggests that Americans are not reluctant to use technology in place of a personal visit. Think of the benefits. No wasting time in transit. No sitting in a room with other sick patients. No waiting an extra 30 minutes or more past your appointment time to see the practitioner. The generations that grew up on smartphones and tablets are going to have little qualms about continuing to utilize the virtual care model well past the end of the COVID crisis. This is how they conduct their lives to a large extent already. Virtual banking, social media, online shopping. Telehealth will simply be another addition to a familiar frame of reference. Of course, telehealth cannot be used for all patient conditions found in the clinic setting. And it remains to be seen the extent to which telehealth will prove useful in the hospital environment. Some hospital providers may want to use these services in place of in-person rounds, for example. Some facilities may want to even consider building an infrastructure to encourage the growth in telehealth, such as placing tablets in each patient room. With the near certainty that the federal government will retain certain telehealth waivers, telehealth may be the wave of the future. This next section is entitled, Lean Times for Hospitals. Hospital executives are acutely aware of the drop in high acuity cases within their daily schedules during the course of the coronavirus event. While many hospitals are in the midst of ramping up elective surgeries, there is some doubt as to when they will see a return to pre-COVID levels. There are even those who are predicting a rather lengthy suppression of non-COVID patient populations within the hospital setting. According to S&P Global Ratings, ramp up to full caseloads will be a slow process that will continue into 2021. Regarding patients who were once quick to access hospitals for emergency orthopedic and other types of care, Dr. Mark Smith, former president of the California Healthcare Foundation, said a switch has been flipped in the minds of consumers. 
Quote, overnight it seems we've gone from high touch to no touch, end quote. Kaiser Healthcare News, KHN, is reporting that this reluctance to access hospital care in the wake of COVID is not likely to change overnight, even after the pandemic has wound down. The news service writes, quote, Even more concerning is that hospitals' ability to weather the current financial shock varies widely. Those most in danger of closing are in rural and underserved areas where patients could wind up with even less access to care that is scarce already, end quote. Writers for KHN believe this could lead to consolidation of facilities and medical groups, which would have the concomitant effect of driving up prices as these larger entities would now have greater bargaining power with insurance. While the full ramifications of the COVID pandemic upon the policies and practices of hospitals are not yet known, There is little doubt that the national health emergency has caused officials in both government and the healthcare sector to look at policies and processes a bit differently. Improvements in care delivery efficiency is sure to follow. As Gail Walensky, a health economist who ran the Medicare and Medicaid programs in the early 90s, has said about this current period, quote, healthcare is never going back to the way it was before, end quote. The sands of change roll on. If we can be of assistance to you during this period of change and uncertainty, please reach out to us at info at miramedgs.com. Our business is providing solutions for your business. Thank you so much.